podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's January 16, 2021, and it's here in Manila, Philippines. This is Nikki Yu. Actually, a tweet I read actually just resonated with me. That's why I got inspired to make this podcast, or rather a reflection. It says here that the best investors aren't investors at all. They are simply entrepreneurs who've never sold at all. The guy who wrote that is Nick Sleep. And uh, in fact, people are saying that the people who actually invest in a company at the beginning are the real people who are real investors. The rest are just simply speculators with a different level of time horizon. They could be fund managers, they could be pure speculators, but they're not really investors. It was very much resonating with me because indeed, if you think about it, the only way for you to actually make a 100x or a 10x is to not think about yourself as a passive investor, but to think of the business itself and to be an entrepreneur who simply never sold. And uh, another tweet that I liked is um, something shared by Mr. Ram Bupatiraju. I follow him on Twitter. He shares a lot of good insights. He shared about a book called 100 to 1 in the Stock Market by Thomas Phelps. It is a phenomenal book written in 1972. It is packed with a lot of timeless principles for the long-term investors. The excellent compilation is done by Big Nitin, and I'm here to just read. My fave points compiled in the pictures below, which I actually love to read, so I'm going to read it all for you. The top four criteria, it must be small. Sheer size mitigates the growth. It must be a unique product that does an essential job better, cheaper, and or faster than before, or provide a new service with great and long continued sale increases. It must have a strong progressive research-minded management. These are some of the companies that would give you a hundredfold or at least a, a double. He says here, stay with your most successful stock investments as long as they're increasing their earnings. He also shares that you need to try to be associated with people whose self-interests are parallel to yours. Therefore, it is probably more important to see who is talking rather than what he's talking about. To make money in stocks, you need to have the vision to see them the courage to buy them, and the patience to hold them. Patience is the rarest of the three. I heard about this line before. I didn't know that it came from a very old book by Thomas Phelps. You shared here that far more money can be made by good stock selection rather than by good market timing. That's true. Um, It took me a long time to understand 
that constructing a good portfolio of good stocks is more important rather than simply being good in market timing. Many stocks could have been bought at 52-week highs for many years and still turn out 100 to 1 winners. All that one has to do is to identify them and stick to them. Agree with that. I believe that making more money with 52-week highs was better than making money on any 52-week low. It's harder to find a value turnaround that is just a temporary mistake rather than being seen as a long-term mistake. Many stocks indeed could have been bought at 52-week highs and continue to make all-time highs. Agree with that. A problem well-defined is half-solved. Agree. All good stocks rise and keep rising. However, not everything that's rising is a good stock. Agree. So just because a stock is rising doesn't mean that it is a good stock. The notion that cash is safe and stocks are unsafe is a fallacy. Inflation loss is real. Agree. Another fallacy is that the avoidance of risk is more important than the seizure of opportunity. Opportunity can reward you a hundredfold. On the other hand, risk can only make you lose 1x of your capital which actually means that when you're doing your risk-reward calculations, the general outlook of a company uh, is actually to be seen and in general, a portfolio of a very well-selected uh, portfolio should actually be almost always risk-on due to the risk-reward of losing 1x but winning 100x or 10x. Never for a non-investment reason should one take an investment action such as my stock is too high, my stock is not moving, others are new management, new competition. These are not actionable items. Okay. Other points, most deception is bad but self-deception is worse because it is done to such a nice guy. When you say a good stock, most people think of earnings. But the company can also have assets that are earning nothing at the moment. Great assets are potential earning power. Rather than current ratios, use statistics to back up the vision and foresight. Do your research and have your faith in it. Patience is a virtue. Have it if you can. It's seldom found in a woman. It's almost never in a man. It is more important to be right than to be quick. Sometimes, some stocks are just triumphs of lethargy and nothing else. Here, foresight has no relevance. My advice is to buy right and hold, and it is too counter-unproductive and the counter-unproductive activity. I recommend to put them away and forget about them. You can almost win any argument if you're allowed to make any assumptions. Do not listen to opinions unless you're also given an insight into the assumptions made for making those opinions. In investing, one always deals with probabilities and possibilities and no certainties. Risk is an essential element in the quest for capital gain. Don't be dismayed by a loss. Recognize it as one of your costs on the way to a net gain. 
A perfect track record can almost certainly mean that you are also letting a lot of good opportunities pass you. There is no system philosophy that will keep an investor from making mistakes or keeping him harmless when he's wrong. We never risk our money unless the odds are largely in our favor. Our inescapable losses should therefore look small compared to our profits. Very good. Tells you that the people who actually have a stellar track record, who never make mistakes, chances are they just never really took a risk at all. If the price is already down by discounting the worst, there is very limited downside risk. Focus on the upside and take a call. All values are relative in all aspects. In a kingdom of the blind, a one-eyed man is a king. The greatest gains in the markets have been made by simultaneous increase of earnings along with an increase in price-to-earnings ratio. There is no such thing as a correct P.E. or a correct relative P.E. The story assumptions and the risk-reward are the most important. Just as fastening a seatbelt can save your life, scrupulous attentions to the change in quality of earnings can save you your fortune. The best safeguard against this sleight-of-hand bookkeeping is to have nothing to do with it or with the men who practice it. The greatest mistake of the public is to pay attention to the prices instead of the value. Ask yourself if the company you plan to invest into is going to make a world a better place and if not, avoid it like a plague. No matter how profitable, stay away from men, companies, and ventures that are based on defrauding rather than helping their customers. When you invest into the sell into a bigger fool venture, you might as well be the biggest fool and you just don't know it yet. Bet on individuals and organizations fired by the real, fired by the zeal to meet human wants and needs, imbued with enthusiasm over solving mankind's problems, not just the ones that are there for the profit. Very good. My most favorite line in that entire, um, I'm probably going to get this book, 100 is to 1 by Thomas Phelps. I like the fact that he said this um, I think I think it has to do with price and value I like this the greatest mistake of the public is to pay attention to the prices instead of the value I'm gonna like highlight that the greatest mistake of the public is to pay attention to the prices rather than the value very good in a world where everybody's just looking at increases in price i do believe in that to actually look at the value that the company's making over time which actually means that if a stock can actually double or triple, it has nothing to do with whether the company is truly doing a lot of value creation in the world. 
And most of the time, the world actually undervalues that value that they created. So I'd say that the prices are not always reflective of the true value. So I like that part. It's a good book. So I hope you take a look at uh, 100 is to 1 by Michael Phelps. Have a good night. Thanks.